Welcome to the ENS Wolves podcast with your host Nathan Judah and Wolves correspondent Tim Spears. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the ENS Wolves podcast. It's episode 59. I'm your host Nathan Judah at njuda underscore star. And speaking of stars, I'm with the one, the only Wolves man himself. It's Mr. At Tim underscore Spears underscore star. Do you want to be any more desperate for followers? Like, so I've just given literally. you. I've just given your your Twitter address. I've got. I enough. don't. I don't care. You, remember, remember, you're after. You're after. You're trying to beat. You're trying to beat people. There's, there's people you can um, take over. You know, lots of influential people that you need to take over. Yes, like, I, I couldn't care less. Really? No. Really? But somebody, <laughs> so, 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 somebody, somebody counts their followers. And you, you may deny this. You may deny this. But on Saturday night, did you or did you not say to me? I've lost 17 followers today. I did, I did, I did lose 17. It was a big, big win, big win against Reading, and I lost 17 followers. <laughs> 17 followers. I got to like, how have I lost 17 followers with all my tweeting during the day? I might have been the Albion people who added me in the last game, and then had a had a plethora of Wolves tweets throughout the game. Was like, I'm not having this. So yes, I did, I did lose 17. Um, but that doesn't matter. Tim, Tim, Tim. Yeah, what's going on? Wolves are top. Of the league. Are you okay? One, two, three, four. Um, Leeds United are you... absolutely demolished. Whoa. What? <laughs> have, you, what's, have you unhinged? No, I'm a little bit hyped up with caffeine. Oh. I'll be honest, because obviously we got back last night. Um, Not we. Which it, okay. <laughs> Stop those rumours right away. Um, I got back from Wolves last night about one o'clock, quarter to one, I think. And then obviously Ash is on. Yeah. You've got to watch a bit of Ashes, don't you, day one? Yes, uh, yeah, that's what I'm pretty tired today. Um, I lasted until lunchtime. Yeah. And then, what's funny? Nothing. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was planning on staying, it was about four, but then it started, it was raining. So I was like, sod this. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not staying awake during a rain interval. No, no, no rain delays needed. But uh, yeah, I had that, then obviously I had the, the pleasure of going and meet, meeting Mr. Joe Massey and John Whitney today at the Warsaw, uh, oh, okay. Warsaw press conference. I was there at nine. So yeah, there wasn't a lot of sleep happening. So I caffeined up. Um, one Costa on the way there, a coffee while I was there, and then a, a McDonald's Costa, or Costa Americana white thing. That Blimey. Did. Yeah, I know. And then I just had a coffee now. Oh my goodness! And you did say you're going to bring me a coffee into this podcast as well. I think you remember last week. That no, I did. Him. I did bring one in. We were supposed to. We were supposed to record an hour ago. Uh, it's gone cold now. Wow! So. <laughs> wow! Wow! Uh, right. What's going um, on? Well, we'll stop the table. Four points clear and looking unstoppable. Please elaborate. We're doing the football chat already, are we? Well, yeah. Uh, you know, we can talk about what you want. You want? I, th- I thought we'd chat about Saturday night first. Oh, Saturday night at the restaurant. Who cares how many courses Uh, you have? uh, uh. (laughs) Well, you only tweet two courses. Saturday night. I used to love Wickfield. Do you still like Wickfield? Uh, Back in the day? Can you do the the, the, the motions? I mean, there wasn't really a canon of of music from Wickfield. It was was just that that one three-minute song, wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Talking of music you liked, oh. I've got a quite a, quite a scary insight into into the world of Enduda Star. Enduda uh, underscore Star. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get those seventeen followers back. Uh, Come back. I um, drove Judah to Reading because he paid for. He the didn't meeting. drive me to Reading. No, I drove Judah from Reading to this restaurant. I think we mentioned it last week, the week before. Mm. Uh, Nick Bennett, huge Wolves fan. Legend. Masterchef finalist a couple of years ago. Uh, runs a restaurant in Oxfordshire 
called Restaurant Fifty Six. Delicious. Three three roses as they say. Uh, three roses, like good God. Uh, three stars, something like three ticks. Oh my goodness, mate! Please stop, please. Anyway, stop. I please think that stop. means it's pretty good. Food was so. food was excellent, Nick. Uh, thank you very much. Any any Wars fans who I'm are just planning on making story. a visit, go on. So we we, we tweeted him. Uh, we tweeted him for a, a little while, mm. and we said after they beat Derby away, yes. that if Wolves won three games in a row, you'd pay for dinner. Correct. Nick then chimed in and said if they win four in a row, yeah. he'd pay for both of us. Smart guy. Uh, smart guy, because he knew Cardiff would beat us. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, Judah, glad, uh, very kindly uh, paid yeah. for a fantastic meal. It's a bit of praise, bloody So, um, we, we th- read in a way was the nearest game, I think, to where the restaurant is. Anyway, yeah. so we went there after the game on Saturday. Yeah. Fantastic evening, nine courses. Nine courses of deliciousness. Nine. Well, you would say eight because you didn't like your um, you didn't like your drink, did you? Didn't like my slush puppy. Oh my goodness! <laughs> this is so, what I've got to contend sorry, with, ladies and gentlemen. This is kind of this the sixth or seventh course was like this like palate cleanser, uh, some pink tea oh, that just me. just tasted like like slush puppy without the ice. See, that's what that's what I get. You see, I take him to almost almost very close to a Michelin star restaurant. I take him through the beautiful course. I talk him through. We no, start with venison. I'm just going to swear then. No, you didn't start, talk me through we anything. We start no, with we, we had I, tried a, to exp- I tried to explain we what We had a waiter is. who told us what, what was in the courses. It wasn't <laughs> you, mate. It was a waitress. It's, uh, it's, it's, you know, she was a lady. No, we had the bloke as well, the, the French bloke. The, the French bloke, the sommelier. Goodness me. No, it was, it, no it was Dave, wasn't it? Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's unbelievable. We, we sit in this beautiful restaurant. We're in, we're in a little, um, a little lounge area before we, we choose our drinks. Would you like a drink to start with, Mr. Spears, Mr. Judah? Yes, I'll have a bottle of Pinot Noir, Mr. Spears. What would you like? Orders, orders a pint of Carling, doesn't he? A pint of Carling. I was embarrassed. I, I was embarrassed. I really, you make stuff up now. I the, the, the good thing, the good thing for you, and I was pleased about this though, is I thought you were going to have a problem with the cutlery situation, and they took one away and they brought a new set every single time. So you didn't have to work your way in or out. I know you're nervous about spoons forks the malarkey did very good your bread and butter were excellent I thought your cutting skills were very good didn't get too many crumbs on, on the table and I was you very proud of you git <laughs> honestly <laughs> you git I've been to plenty of fine dining establishments of this, of which this was one I've got to say King, the food McDonald's, the food was phenomenal uh, and Nick uh, after a very hard evening's work came and spoke to us afterwards he which did. was great we had a lovely chat with him and a drink both had um, things in common with him <laughs> so yeah for the most part it was a kind of a three way conversation and then yeah, uh, conversate, let's get conversation in yeah and then and then when um when when Nick started talking about uh, wolves wolves history or wolves mm. wolves years gone by mm. Uh, Judah went very quiet uh, and didn't have much to add. And then, and then, and then, and then when the subject turned to fine dining restaurants uh, across the UK, I, I, I was pretty mute at that point. Quite, yeah, absolutely. What's all these mute. restaurants in London that you've been to? I don't know. Oh, anyway. dear me. No, it was um, absolutely lovely evening. But yeah, the original point I was making. Mm. So uh, yeah, I drove there and and back as well. Dropped dropped this man off in Dorridge. You did. Thank you very much. At his estate. Uh, where did we where did we park the East Wing? Was it? Oh, poor. Um, once we got through the gates. Wow. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, the, the, <laughs> Judah, Judah needed to charge his phone up, uh, yes. so he attached the USB to my car, which yes. automatically... Surprised turned, I had one, to be honest. ...automatically turned on his music. Mm. Right, okay. So how can one man, yeah. one human, one woman, one anything have <laughs> such diverse tastes <laughs> as Marilyn Manson... Fight Bla- song. Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. D-Ream. D-Ream, yeah. Shakespeare's sister. 
Back to back to back to back. <laughs> and then lots of urban style music, uh, mm. which I didn't really understand. No. So, uh, yeah, very, uh, a nice little window into your soul. Um, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I, I think the, the up-tempo Marilyn Manson was from a little bit... Uh, I do like my wrestling from time to time, you see, and there's a lot, a lot of old-school Monday Night Raw right. theme tunes, etc., of Marilyn Manson-esque, so I think that's what got me into it. But I have got his album somewhere, actually, Marilyn Manson. I do like a bit of Marilyn Manson. Please, please, yeah. if you haven't already, yeah. please go to a Marilyn Manson concert. I'd love to go there, I think. <laughs> In the mosh pit. Do they have, to have, have platinum tickets there, do they? Or do they beforehand? Private parking? Goodness me. It, it was quite the day for meeting um, well-known, respected people, though. On Saturday? Oh, we, we before, had, um, yeah. We had the company of Jackie Oatley for a mm, while. Yeah. Uh, who, uh, Jackie. Who, uh, big listener of the podcast, old Jack, yeah. Jackie Jack Jack. Yeah. Jackie Jack, Jack, Jack in the Box. Very much uh, appreciate it. No, Jackie's fantastic. Great to see her. I haven't seen her this season. First game she'd been to. And got uh, a win she as well, enjoyed, so she's She 100%. enjoyed it. Yeah, thought she was going to be a curse, but she enjoyed it. Mm, very much so. Hopefully get on the podcast at some point, I think, in the future. That's our aim, isn't it? Love that. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully Jackie's Money's up for that a little bit more point. persuading. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, mm. Robert Plant as well. Planty. Robert, uh, do you know, right, okay, Judas, Judas got this habit. No. <laughs> so, some would say some kind of funny little catchphrase of saying, some oh, say, uh, which I'm sure I'm sure you guys have noticed. It's a bit of a Tourette's-type scenario for Judas. Yeah, anyway, I mean, this is one of the greatest moments of my life, meeting, meeting Robert Plant. Bobby Plant, right, what a moment. Bobster. Uh, I've, um, I met him, I interviewed him once after a funeral a few years ago when I was on news. Um, well, thanks for dampening the mood. Didn't say um, it was a Wolf's Place for you, and I didn't say I was from the Express Star because it doesn't really like us. Not because. Uh, going back a few years. Uh, anyway. Not because of us. No, not because. No, no, it's going back many years. Um, anyway, he doesn't really like journalists anyway. So I've walked past him loads of times at Wolves games since then, but I just haven't had the minerals to, to go and speak to him. The, min- I, I, the minerals? The, you know, the balls, man. Because A, I'm like a big, uh, big fan, huge Les Eppin fan. He's like a hero to me. And B, I thought you might tell me to do one, so if <laughs> I said where I was from. Uh, anyway, yeah, we um, we got lost at the Majeski on Saturday <laughs> uh, in the bowels of the stadium. And then, um, yeah, there he was, Bobby Plant. Yeah, C- came you were up. nervous, you were Sh- nervous. I wasn't, I completely froze, completely starched. I wasn't planning on saying anything. I was just going to stand there and let him walk past. And then, uh, bless him, uh, him and John Bowater, one of the Wolves directors, stopped and shook our hands, myself, Jude, and Mikey Burrows as well. Mm. Uh, and then he uttered the lines, you look better in the flesh. Yeah. Uh, which is quite incredible. Who was it to though? Uh, and then he was on his way. And then, and then, <laughs> I, I could have, I could have swung for you. You could have swung for uh, me. Honestly, missed, but you'd have honestly, swung. we're just, we're just walking away from this amazing moment in my life, and Judas just going. Honestly, I can't stand you sometimes. Oh, wow. That is unbelievable. It's incredible One, one of the most scenes. famous rock stars in history. And you got, I know, you got, I know plenty. You haven't got a bloody clue who he is. Huh? You don't. You thought he was in the Rolling Stones. Steve Plant. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I can name you plenty of Led Zeppelin songs. Go on, name me one. Name me one. No, don't. 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 Oh dear. Anyway, he was a very, very, very nice, very nice individual. He was a compliment to us. I think he watches, watches and listens to the podcast. And I, I mean, he obviously seen or read or, or whatever or heard something. Mm-hmm. But um, no, he, he he said, "I'm Robert." So he mm-hmm. shook my hand. I'm mm-hmm. Robert. I know. You were like, I know you. Blo- I know you bloody are. I know. I, know. Well, I couldn't say anything. I was too dumbstruck. Robert Plant on the podcast potential. 
I don't. Uh, I mean, you'd, you'd be different. You wouldn't. You wouldn't be what you are now. Are you? You'd be all polite and nice, and you know. Proper. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be terrible. Oh, that'd be dreadful, dreadful <laughs> listening. We won't get that going on. Uh, but yeah, great, right. Um, so easy two wins. Reading, hmm, maybe not so easy. Actually, Jackie Ellis just uh, got in touch with us here now because she's got um, the game of the week or the team of the week in the championship. This is including Leeds last night as well. I have you know. Um, two Reading players in there, zero Wolves players. What's going on? Who's who's done that? Um, some random site who's scored.com. Oh, those guys. Yeah, um, but two Reading players, two Middlesbrough players, fair enough. Um, Leon Clark's in there, Sombolonga. Sassanian, oh, right, yeah. what well, they won last night? Prattley, Bakunya, and Moore in from Reading. Not one Wolves player. What is going on? So, no, no Willy Bolly, who was outstanding at Reading. Yeah. No Cavalero, played no well Cav. in both games. No. What's going on? How bizarre. Disgraceful. Um, they weren't the best at Reading, but obviously. <laughs> A 2-0 win is a 2-0 win, but let's concentrate more on what we saw last night um, an Elite United side that were absolutely shocked at one point in the first half and um, don't go down to 10 men against Wolves, I guess, is the, the name of the game. No, they, they, they were like you in the Manda Centre. They just did, they didn't know where to look. <laughs> I, don't know, they, I don't know where that is. They didn't know where they were. Uh, they looked really out of place. Um, <laughs> That's very good for me, actually. <laughs> it, was about, it was about 20 minutes spell in the first half when Wolves were... I don't know. Like I said last night, I'm running out of superlatives, really, but mm. they look like a Premier League team. I've yeah. got to say, yeah. they um, Leeds had no answer. It's rare that you see, normally rare that you see a team reach this level, but Wolves are doing it in these spells, you know, time and time again, consistently mm. to the extent where if it doesn't happen, you're surprised. Now they've got this level and this gear that they just stroll into, and it's just it's so it's dreamy to watch that the. Can you remember a bit of football as a fan? No, no. Ever? No, not this style of football. No, absolutely not. I've seen very good Wolves teams, but they've never played football like this before. It's just, it's it's the movement is phenomenal, right? You've got seven players moving everywhere, all over the pitch. Mm-hmm. The, the, the passing is fantastic, and it's done at pace as well. And when you get that right, and when it clicks, it's so hard to defend against. And it was a small wonder that it was only 2-0, to be honest, at that point. So, yeah, you had Neves pulling the strings. I think Sace has been excellent. He's really turned it on this season. Cavalero was, was really in the mood. Um, and then you've got Costa to come on as well, mm-hmm. which I think is huge for Wolves. And Massive. We talked about it briefly last week, didn't we? Saying yeah. this was the, a good sign if he could come in second half of the season. Particularly if Cavalero, which he is, is inconsistent. And uh, is it a coincidence, really? Last two games, Cav's been, Cav's been on it more, and then mm-hmm. Costa's come on and played well. It's great for competition. Um, 15 goal scorers now as well after Costa scored last night and um, 15 goal scorers I know wow. they only had, they had 17 throughout the whole of last season uh, and they've got 41 points from 18 games and I th- doubt there's been a team that's reached this stage with 41 points and not got promoted I'd, I'd place a mortgage on that if I had one <laughs> I um, I don't I don't think anyone would have not gone up from that stage so it all points to being it all points to it continuing mm. Clearly, you've done any player ratings. Who were, you, who were your top performers last night? Uh, there was no one. It was all seven and eights. Mm. There was no no like obvious outstanding man of the match. Cavalero was great in the first half. Yeah. Then he tailed off a bit and gets taken off like he always does. Uh, so I thought Sace was very good. I thought Cody was very good. Uh, Douglas as well contributed again. Um, that's six assists and a goal and two goals now for him. Well, Bonatini involved in three goals. You know, a lot of the work he does, it's not obvious. You got to say because I actually thought Bonatini was fairly quiet on the night, but you obviously you saw him as one of the better players. Well, he um, he set Doxy going for the first. He released Jota for the second, and then he won the penalty mm. for the fourth. Mm. 
So that's three goals that he's involved in. And it's just because it's just he's unselfish and he works so hard. Yeah. And it's I love a, his little tweets before the games as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got, oh, yeah. That. Love yeah that. I wonder who's paying to do that. Yeah. I am. Um, I'll be really interested to see what they do in January because do they do they sign a player who's going to be happy to be on the bench but he's still good enough for the Premier League? Mm-hmm. I mean, that'd be quite hard to find, mm-hmm. wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Because Bonatini's so important to what they do. Yeah. But I think there's still a general consensus among the fan base that they want a top, top, top striker to come in. But, you know, would that risk unbalancing the team, unbalancing the squad, making Bonatini unhappy? Mm-hmm. I don't, it's an interesting one because they need to bring a striker in. They have to. And they're not going to bring in, you know, Johnny... No mates from Grimsby. No, no of course not. Just, uh, that was terrible. <laughs> Johnny No Mates from Grimsby? <laughs> Smells of fish. They're not going <laughs> to... <laughs> they're not going <laughs> to... They're not going to bring in a... <laughs> Don't. Don't. They're not going to bring in a really good bench warmer. So, uh, yeah, I'll be interested to see what they're doing. They're going to spend a lot of money on what? What, what do you think? What's the, what's the best case scenario? Do you think that maybe get someone from a Premier League club who's not not playing? Can you get them? Maybe is a loan deal? Can you maybe get another foreigner on loan? Johnny Foreigner who's taking a risk on, but they're only six month contract with a view to you know a view to a permanent at the end of the season. I would say a loan from abroad is the most likely. Yeah. Presu- presuming that they sign one of their players permanently, because mm. at the moment they've got five loanees, you're going to have five in the match sure, day squad. Sure. So I would say that's the most likely option. Bring someone in on loan with a view to buy if they go up. And then uh, they've got the option of pulling out at the end of the season. Um, plenty to go on today. Yeah. Just two segments. One You're new... right. Come on, come on. Lift the. the... No, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm banterous. I'm just trying to pick my nose. Um, two different Jeez. segments today. One new and one old. Do you want to, which one do you want? Do you want the new one or the old one? First. Hit me. Hit me. Uh, we'll go with the old one first. True or false? It's a goodie. Okay. All right. It's not a goodie. Okay, ready. How do, you, um, how do you come up with this stuff? What, true or false? Yeah. Hit or miss? Oh. No similarities whatsoever. Uh. Um, true or false, Tim? Remember, answer with true or false first, then explain. Okay, Ruben, I'll try and remember that. Ruben Nevsh, Ruben Nevsh um, will make, in his career, over 100 appearances for Portugal. No. I mean, false. Behave. That's Nuno. He never played, did he? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Explain. Bit of a flashpoint in last week's press conference. Uh, I think last week's podcast was recorded just before the press. Correct. So, uh, you know, some, uh, it's a struggle sometimes to come up with stuff to ask. Uh, <laughs> Nuno. Yeah, because, you know, th- there's certain subjects he just won't go into. He won't yeah. talk about individual players, really. And they're winning every week. Very rarely. They're winning every week. Re- every week? Every what week? They're winning. Grimsby. Every- <laughs> they're winning every week. So it is difficult to come up. It is difficult. I spoke to other reporters who feel the, feel the same as well. Um, anyway, international break just finished. Neves has played twice for Portugal. Amazing. He, play, he plays for a championship club and Amazing. he's in the Portugal squad. Imagine England player doing that. Astonishing. So I thought I'd bring it up. Uh, Fair question, Tim. Uh, just to put to him, you know, how prestigious is that? Mm. Were you surprised? Yada, yada, yada. Started off. So, Nuno, Ruben Neves has played... Played twice for Portugal in the international break. No, no, <laughs> no. So he's, he's he's interrupting me, but no, no. Uh, so immediately I'm like, oh, and I, rem- I remember seeing on Twitter that he'd come on against Saudi Arabia. I, I knew he'd played twice, mm. but I, I definitely knew he played once. Because anyway, no, I, was I, like, I sit behind him in these press conferences as well to get a little RT, a RT picture, and I, I guarantee you the shade of, of Tim's skin turned from a from 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 a cute little pink to a bright scorching red as this so, was happening. So I was like, I was like, oh no, he definitely, he definitely, um, definitely played once. He said, no, no, but go ahead. <laughs> 
was unbelievable. The, the the press conference, the rest of the room was stunned into silence. Yeah. Didn't know where to go, didn't know where to look. Everyone was awkward. Yeah, because all the Wolves guys, they, they knew Neves had played. Yeah. So re- he knew Neves had played. Of course he did. So I, I rephrased the question and said, oh, uh, great to have him in, involved in the squad, at least. Very prestigious. And he gave some... Some gave some answer. gave an answer which didn't make it into the paper. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I, I just bizarre. It was absolutely bizarre. I, I, to be honest, I wasn't impressed with it no. because I, I think he was probably trying to have a laugh, mm. but it was like he was denying that Neves had played for Portugal. Yeah, it was a very strange moment. I think it's I think it's probably his warped sense of humour. But, but you, was, you didn't take too kindly to it, did you? Well, it's just bizarre because. Yeah. I just want to ask about Neves playing for Portugal, and he's denying that Neves has played for Portugal. Does you not like you, do you think? Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, let's go for this new segment. Well, how does Nuno rate you from, from a scale of likability, uh, 1 being can't stand you and 10 being loves you to pieces, where is it? It's difficult for me to answer. But I'll give you one. <laughs> go on. Now, I'll go give on. you one. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> a one from Judah there. I, um, we, get, we get on well. I uh, would say a um, 7. We get on well eight. away from an interview process. Yes. It's interviews that he detests. Right, and that's not just me, that's everybody. And he really does detest them, by the way. Mm. <coughs> I don't know how they. I don't know how he's going to get on if they win promotion, when he's contractually obliged to speak to an awful lot of people. He does as few as he can now, which isn't an issue at all, really, for anybody except for us. Um, and they're winning as well, so who cares? And they're winning as well. Who cares? Top of the league, fans don't give uh, two, you know, two shakes, two hoots. So, but no, away from. I mean, I um, bumped into him last night. After all the interviews were done, I was just yeah. doing my work by the tunnel. We had a little chat about um, analysis and stuff because he had the Wolves iPad there. Uh, I've spoke to him a few times, you know, away from an interview thing, all off the record, and uh, he's very amiable. Mm. Um, so it's um, just that interview situation? Except, then, except when he's telling me that I was the reason that he tweeted the Wolf Ed. <laughs> that was a bit of a bizarre one as well. Uh, anyway. So, yeah, no, I am... Um, He's an interesting character. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Well, thanks for that short answer because, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's eight more of them, so let's make them, let's send them quick. Uh, Willie Bolly will win Wolves Player of the Year, true or false? One of the uh, one of the staff was telling me last night that they were having to tell, uh, explain to the Portuguese backroom staff what filthy means. <laughs> filthy. <laughs> what do filthy mean? Why well, white team say filthy? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. No? I don't think Who's so. Who's your favourite? Um, Jota? Do you think Jota could... Uh, actually, I think Jota might peak too early, potentially. I think Bolly could be a man. I think Connor Cody would get it over Bolly. Really? Player's player or player of the year, you see? No, I, th- I think... Out of the defenders, I think Cody would get it over okay. Bolly because he's, he's captain at the moment for a yes. start. He's so popular in the squad. Everybody's really warm to him. Yeah. What, a, what a story he's got to tell. Mm-hmm. He's never played a centre-half in his life. Unbelievable. He um, won't, but, but I, like, I, like, I like you thinking I behind think him. No, I think you'd get it over Bolly. Um... Jota would be the favourite at the moment. Okay. Um, Stranger Things is the best Netflix series in the last five years. What a stupid question. God's sake. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, I'm asking true or false. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. it's true. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome, to be fair. Oh, Boardwalk Empire was close. Um, Matt Doherty. No, but that, that wasn't Netflix, though, was it? Netflix, was it not? No, it's oh, HBO. Scott yeah, Atlantic. good shout. Yeah, good shout, good shout. Very good, though, yeah. So, you're talking, you're talking House of Cards, really, which we can't really talk about. Let's <laughs> talk about quickly. Um, Matt Doherty will get a cap for Ireland in 2018. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he will, yeah. He will. I mean, how many squads he been in? He's got, what's it take to four, get, to get four on? Four or five now. 10, 15 minutes. Just get, just get 15 minutes at the end of a game. I can't believe it. 
Yeah. And he's doing so well. He's having a really good season now after maybe a bit of a slow start. No, I think then... it's mostly because he's been called up in competitive friendlies where you don't just chuck a right back on for the last few minutes, do you? No, I guess not. I guess not. And only as making him work for his game, first sorry. cap. Yeah, not friendlies. Leo Bonatini is better than Salomon Rondon. Ah, interesting. Don't, don't, don't go. Just, just, answer, just, just answer the question because we, 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 we might have a segment on that later on. Well, we have because I, I have that segment well, in, my, in my pocket well, as well. I've got excellent news. <laughs> well, I'll bring that up straight after this. So just answer the question first. I've not really... Oh, it's hard to answer because I've not seen much of him. You've seen more Rondon than me. Mm-hmm. You should probably answer in that. Mm-hmm. Okay, true. Um... <laughs> Um, okay, we'll answer that one then because we'll, that's that's one that we can discuss at another point. Um, drunk tweeting should be banned. Yeah, there's yeah. No, yeah. There's no need for it. Is no, there? no need for Nothing it. Nothing good comes of it. No. Um, another Leo Bonatini. Leo Bonatini is better than Nua Dicko in his prime. Hmm. He's thinking. He's thinking. Still uh, thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very yeah, interesting. So. Okay. Um, let's have a look. Uh, true or false? You'd heard of Barry Douglas before Wolves signed him. False. <laughs> false. Excellent news. Uh, right, right, right. Okay. Well, that that brings on to the next segment because we did touch on it. The new segment is called "Is Tim Drunk?" Is Tim Drunk? The short answer to that, ladies and gentlemen, is probably yes. And the long answer to that is a tweet which Mr. Spears had, and which I think you were going to come on to as well. So I'll say the tweet that um, shocked me, and I think it shocked the world of Wolves fans um, when he came up. Banter, 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 banter. Tim, Tim gets into other people's conversations, as he does when he's not invited into them. That's fine. Um, James Fielding was talking about um, certain aspects of the Wolves team. Um, Tim Spears replies to uh, the chat... Not seen much of Albion this season, but their squad is very strong on paper. I'd say only Jota... I'd say... I'll repeat this again. I'd say only Jota, plus maybe Neves and Bolly, would have a chance of getting in their 11. Explain yourself, man, because I've got the squads here. I've got the team that played last night. I've got the team that played against Chelsea 4-0. And I cannot believe in a million years, unless you're trying to rile people up or, or get people for abuse of the week, that you truly believe that. Because you haven't seen much of Albie this season. You haven't seen any of them this season. Um, and I'm astonished that you'd even put that tweet out there. I, um, a lot of people did think it was, that was for abuse of the week, which it wasn't. In fact, I didn't get much abuse from that, if any, to be honest. I, um, Albion's squad is very strong on paper. And they finished 10th in the Premier League last year. And in my opinion, they should be around that kind of place now. It's the fact they've had such a negative manager who's lost a dressing room that they're not. Um, um, and, 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 and a lot of these a lot of these Wolves players have still only played, what, 15 games in the Championship against easier opposition. So you can't say, you know, these guys are going to prove themselves in the Premier League, like a lot of the players in the Albion squad already have. But you have said uh, on record... And obviously, this is with a couple more additions. That if they do go up, and they probably will, that you think they do all right in the Premier League, and you think they'll be in that top ten or top twelve. So I'll be in a seventeenth at the yeah, moment. Yeah, I do, but that's with additions, though. Yeah, that, that's... with additions. Yeah, of course. I'm going to flip it, right? So you say that only Jota is. And also, a I would add to that that I think that Nuno makes them better than the sum of their parts because the with the formation he's got and the style of football he's got and got them playing as a team and his tactics. That's mm. a big part of it as well. Okay, well, I'm I'm going to flip things at the moment, okay? Because you say you, your your tweet would say that. that well, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm interested to hear your answer because I will, I will you, you, you waded in. I'm giving you with, with an opinion of a gif 
Uh, and then I asked you on Twitter, I said, what would your split be? Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that was you. I thought that was you just saying it to the peeps. I didn't know that was just directed at me. I mean, it was a question at end you to start. All oh, right, okay, well, quite, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you now. It's quite people, to the point. The, pod, the podcast... Uh, let's Come on, then, let's hear it. Right, okay, well... I, I would say I'd forgotten about Doherty when I put out that tweet. Oh, Doherty would be in there. No, no, that's it. Nobody else, just Doherty. Okay, well, I'll flip it, okay? I'll flip it. And I have seen Albion this year, not loads, but I've seen probably five games live this year. Um, four too many, actually. But uh, I've seen five games live this year. I'm only kidding, Albion. I don't, I don't mind covering you at all. Um, but... Ask, I'll ask my, I ask myself how many Albion players will get in the Wolves team, okay? Mm. Honestly, honestly, and I'm talking about if it's a if it's a yes or no 50-50, then I'm not I'm not putting them in there. Mm. I'll say two. I'll say two Albion players. And who are they? Two players I would have in are Ben Foster. Yep. I would have in goal, and I have Johnny Evans at the back. Yeah. And not one player who I'm looking at this team. This is the team that lost four 0 to Chelsea. Foster, Phillips, McCauley, Evans, Higazi, Gibbs, Livermore, Barry, Krakowiak, Rodriguez, Rondon. Bench was McLean, Jakob, Burke, Nyam, Robson, Carnu. I'm sorry. Foster and Evans, yes. Everyone else are either, for, for me, from my point of view and seeing them, are either not as good or it's a 50-50 split. But if you flip it, then, then it changes the dynamic completely because... Uh, Albion don't play three four three. Well, they play a series of different formations. Albion. That's I know, but they don't. They it. don't play this style of football very, very evidently as well. Well, they haven't got the ability to play that style of football. <sighs> it's attacking. You, you know, I mean, I just can't believe that you you only have one one definite player getting that. But it's that team. So, it's hard. It's it's almost impossible to compare because of the different styles, the different managers, the different squads they got. I'm talking about individuals on paper. That's why they're bringing in Alan Pardew potentially, who's going to be more attacking. So these players will have to play more attacking, and they might have to play three four three or something like that. No, I agree, and then we'll see how they do. But only one player, Jota, definitely getting that team. I would say, if you're doing a if you're doing a composite eleven, yeah, formation is is important, obviously, because mm-hmm. Albion haven't really got many natural wing backs. Well, then, they've, been, they've been playing wing backs for a while. I would say, Kieran would Gibbs say. is not the Kieran Gibbs of two or th- Kieran Gibbs of two or three years ago for Arsenal. He's Kieran Gibbs. Well, that's now. another thing you're talking about form as well, aren't you? And and it's whether it, I'm talking about now. This is now. I'm talking about now. I'm yeah, talking about the present all right, day. All right, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, in my opinion, Doherty getting over what Neom that they have at right back or right wing back, and then I'd have Gibbs over Douglas. I'd have I'd have wouldn't I'd oh. have uh, I'd have Ev- Evans will be in there definitely. Yes. Uh, Bolly, Hagazi. I've not seen much of him, but yeah. he's supposed to be pretty decent. Uh, he's, he's 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 fine, but he's got a horrendous clangor in him. Yeah. Is Gareth it, Gareth McCauley? No. About forty-eight. It's no, I wouldn't have him in. But look, it's so difficult to choose because if this Albion team were in the win the championship, playing mm. three-four-three, then who say they wouldn't be top of the league on paper? You know, Phillips is an excellent player. Gareth Barry, magnificent DM. I think he'd do a brilliant job in the championship. Yeah, but yeah, but. What's Gareth Bally to, to Roman Sace or Neves? I'd have, I'd have him in over Sace. You'd have, you'd have him in over Sace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what about Neves? Yeah, I think Neves are getting there. But then you've got, then you've got Krakowiak, who, again, I haven't Who's seen. Who's done absolutely nothing. And if you've got a League 2 player coming in, you will not have battered an island because Krakowiak, whether he's Paris Saint-Germain or Port Vale, he's, he just passes sideways. He's done absolutely nothing. Even our West Brom reporter, Matt Wilson, is like, he's just an enigma because he's done absolutely nothing now. That could be the style that he's been played. I understand he could be playing, and that's not his strength. But at the same time, I'm like, meh. Absolute meh. Well, he wouldn't get in my team either. Jake Livermore? No. No, exactly. He's an England international. So if you're saying that people are getting ahead of Jake Livermore, then he should play for England. Yeah, but he shouldn't be an England international. Salomon Rondon. 
Jay Rodriguez. No, I'll give you Jay Rodriguez. Rodriguez I think he'd do. I think he'd, I don't think he'd, this system helps him. I think he'd do. He'd do. He'd be very good playing the championship. But you look at Leo Bonatini, and I'm thinking. I mean, he could quite easily walk into that Albion side tomorrow and, and be starting for them. No, but it's. But that's what I mean. These guys haven't necessarily proven themselves yet. It's just mm. 15 games in the championship mm. in a very confident team that's playing very good football, mostly thanks to its manager. Um, and it's only been it's only been what two three months since they started, so that's why you know these guys need to prove themselves. Oliver Burke, fifteen million quid, fifteen million pounds. Oliver Burke, are yeah. you having a giraffe? I've not seen him. Oh my goodness me! Um, so that's yeah. what I mean. It's not cut, it's not cut and dry. No, it's and not cut and dry. Guys that I think Matt Phillips, from when I've seen Matt Phillips mm. at QPR, he's an absolutely fantastic mm. player. Too good for the championship. Mm. So he'd have a shout at getting in there, wouldn't he? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Peter Crouch was a good player getting my team 11 years ago as well. We can't remember what I'm talking about today now. If Wolves played West Bromwich Albion at Wembley tomorrow... Yeah, they'd beat them. I think they'd be... Fa- well, would they be favourites? Who would be favourites? I think Wolves would be favourites. I don't care if they'd be favourites. They'd, they'd beat them. Hmm? I said, I, I'm, still, I'm still astonished that only one definite no, no, player... No, was no but it's just, just because Albion are 17th in the table doesn't mean they've got a squad of terrible players. No, absolutely pa- not. Pardew could that. come in, completely turn them around. They will be top off, could be top off the Premier League in a few weeks mm. and all of a sudden these players look like world beaters again. Yeah. They finished 10th last year. Mm. I'm just saying that mm. it's just because Wolves are top of the Championship doesn't mean they've got a better squad than Albion's. It doesn't work like that. Okay. We can agree to disagree. That's what the podcast is Well, for. we're clearly it's not a debate. agree, are we? It's a, but it's a debate. There's nothing wrong, Tim. We don't all have to agree with, with, with... You don't have to agree with me. I don't have to agree with you. That's fine. We'll each go our separate ways. And I rarely do, Nathan. Absolutely do. correct, correct. Uh, have we finished that one? Have we finished that? Can I move on? It's your segment. Well, I don't know. You had bits to add. So I don't know whether you had anything that you wanted to add on it. No, that's about it. I, I, I stand, stand by my opinion. Good, good. Very good. That's fine. No problem at all. Right! Where are we massive in? Where? Where are we massive in? It's Where Tim Spears. Tim Spears. We massive, massive in. in. Right, we had a good week this week. We Boom. did have a good week. Yes. Uh, 2,600. Oh, that's all right. It's not too bad. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good, baby. Uh, we had a good week in Australia, Australia, which was up to second on the list this week. Is that I'm a celebrity to get me out of here? And... Keep listening in the camp? Uh, quite a big week in South Africa this week. Africa. South Africa up to, up to 12th in the list decent decent. Uh, it was very high and in 13th was Malta 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 there is a Malta Wolves uh, supporters group and the missus was in Malta this week as well She, I think she listens to the podcast does she? Uh, no has she ever listened to it? yeah she has listened to it yeah yeah, yeah a little bit Yeah. what does she think? Well, just just before she wants to go to sleep, so it sets her off quite nicely. Right. I don't think any of my family members have listened to this. Probably best. Yeah. Probably best. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely, definitely best. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Malta, South Africa. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, and there is, there is a new country. Are you just I see, I see. I think I think you're telling fibs now. I think you're making it. No, up. there was two new countries this week. Wow. And this is the one. Two new countries that I've chosen to present okay. to you. So yeah, we. I can't believe we've been listened to. In. Kazakhstan. 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 Wow. I do not lie. Borat. Kazakhstan. Massive in Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Which is massive itself, Kazakhstan. I, I don't know where it is. It's huge. Yeah. It's the ninth biggest country in the world. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Ninth biggest country yes, in the world. Uh, first, first, Kazakhstan. First figure this out at uni where um, someone bought a, uh, a, sh- a shower curtain that was a map of the world. <laughs> Goodness right, me. and I never noticed Kazakhstan before, but mm. you know, there I was washing my armpits, and, uh, and there's Kazakhstan. I hope you're not eating while you're listening to this. Goodness and me, there's Kazakhstan. Tearing out Kazakhstan right in front of me, huge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're washing yourself, Kazakhstan, huge. 
don't. <laughs> anyway, it's the world. It's the world's biggest landlocked country. Right. The biggest landlocked country in the world. Incredible scenes. Uh, it's got oil and gas and stuff, so mm. it's pretty popular. Decent. Mi- uh, minerals, things like that. Mm. Uh, and its population. Yes. Is. I think it'd be quite low because even though it's landlocked, I don't think. I think a lot of it's uninhabitable. So I'm going to say 2.6 million. I mean, come on, it's 18 million. That's close. Uh, but it's only got 15 people per square mile. Ah. So there's plenty of room to swing a cat around. Yeah, in yeah. Housing uh, prices there decent. <laughs> Good question. Made famous, of course, by the Borat film. Yes. Uh, cultural learnings of America for make benefit glorious nation of Kazakhstan. Wow. As it was officially called. Mm. Uh, they do play sports. Do they? Uh, and take an active interest in sports. Okay. Including football. Yes. Ice hockey. Yes. Boxing. Yes. And bandy. And what bandy? <laughs> Bandy. Bandy. What's bandy? They uh, they love a bit of bandy. Is that like kabaddi? It's uh, no. You brought that up before on here. It's a form of hockey. Ah. Oh. Uh, they play it on ice with eleven players. On ice in uh, Kazakhstan. But it's with a ball. Right. Uh, like football, the game is forty-five minutes each. Eleven players. The bandy field is about the same size as a football pitch, but they use bowed sticks and a small ball. Mm. Can't see that bringing in bringing in the money. Uh, and the Kazakhstan bandies are pretty good. They've, won, they? they've won a bronze medal three times at the World Championships. Oh, right. Well, you're not going to see it at the Olympics, though, anytime soon. The bandy. Ba- the bandy boys. Bandy. Uh, they also play football. Decent. Never qualified for a World Cup or European Championships, because they play in the European oh, area. okay. Uh, yeah, they, have, they do have a FIFA ranking as well. Do you know what One it is? 186. 133. That's pretty good. 133. Uh, some new towns and cities this week. Hit me. Uh, including Marrickville. Oh, Marrickville in the United States. In Australia. Yeah. Uh, Forley. Forley um, in Gloucestershire. In Italy. Yeah. Uh, Pinhal Novo. Big in Pinhal Novo. Uh, that's Portugal. Yeah, very good. Oh, yes. Uh, Cannon Hill as well. Big in Cannon Hill. Uh, that's in Stafford. Australia. Okay. And finally, we're big in Hope this week, which uh, I love. We are big in Hope. Big in Hope. <laughs> big in Hope in uh, London. In Derbyshire. Little, oh. little village in Derbyshire, oh, apparently. Oh, decent. I like that. Uh, just a, oh well, we've been listening to you in Canada as well. Mm. Uh, we had a message from Charlie Hunter. Hunt on email. Huntmeister. Charlie boy. Chief Meister. Hi. Hi. Hello, Charlie. Cal- Calgary. Do they pronounce it hard G in Canada? Yes. Not Calgary. Yeah. Calgary. Yeah. Brett Hitman Hart now. Big fan. Excuse me. Brett Hitman Hart back in the day. Calgary, Alberta now. Alberta, Calgary now. Lifetime Wolves fan since September the 4th, very specific, mm. 1965. What was he on September the 3rd? That's what I want to know. At Cardiff away. Oh, okay. Uh, he glo- says glo- the, the banter in the first 25 minutes of episode 58 was the best yet. Wowzer. What, what Loving was our, the banter. What was our crack? What was Can't our banter remember. first 25? Uh, my suggestions for your guests are Robert Plant. Decent. And Kenny, uh, and Kenny Hibbett. Oh, Kenny Hibbett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I were in the UK at Christmas, I'd be keen for the live pub broadcast. Ah, decent, which decent. Which we floated last week. We did we? float that. Um, then people got in touch with us as well. Um, whether whether it's pre-Christmas or post-Christmas, we're not too sure yet. However, we are very keen, Tim, aren't we? I, I'm really excited about doing it. We ain't doing it before Christmas. We ain't got time. Mm-hmm. But it'll we want to plan it properly. We want to do it properly. Yeah. Um, but we're definitely going to do it probably in the new year. It's probably what we're looking at. I was looking at. Um, a host of different venues, but if you are interested, I know a few people have got in touch with us um, offering different venues. We are we are looking into it, but we're going to make it um, as good as possible, potentially 100, maybe 200 people in there. We're going to really pack it in, get a special guest, and it's going to be a cracking night of banter. I really hope that all the people Tim has blo- have blocked turns up on the night, come and have a chat, 
come and give him a hug, and he's gonna he's gonna unblock everyone on that night, aren't you? No, God, never, <laughs> never. Uh, but yeah, no. Particularly if if you've got a location where you can host us. Yes, it's got good Wi-Fi. Crucial. Uh, pretty much, pretty much the main factor. Yeah, Wi-Fi room for a uh, hundred people or so, and good acoustics will be good, and yeah. cheap red wine that'd be great. Cheap red wine. So um, yeah, get in touch. Uh, obviously, if you if you're a business, we'll give you shed loads of plugs. Oh, plugging how? Plugging out. I mean, you know, we're we're pretty good at that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you are in particular. Mm. So yes, uh, if you want to host us and you have ample room. Mm and refreshments then yeah. let us know yeah definitely 100% thank you very much for that right I've got some questions Tim we have got some questions are you ready very very okay, ready okay here we go um, let me just uh, scroll down here okay um, custard cream or bourbon do you know you never just to end the Albion Wolf chat you never did your split what's your split 9-2 uh, in favour of Wolves oh sorry you did say that yeah and uh, only two players are getting my Wolf side yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah 9-2. Um, custard cream or bourbon? Who says that? Um, that is Justin Ledbetter. I don't really like either, Justin, to be oh, honest. Oh, do you not? I used to like a bourbon back in the fat days. Um, okay. Da-da-da. According to a famous newspaper, says Andy Roden, uh, Wolves are probably the greatest second-tier side of all oh, time. I saw this. I saw <laughs> it. Not not our newspaper, by the way, no. ladies do you, and gents. Do you this agree? Is what I mean. Who was it? Who was it? We can mention names. Uh, it was the Sun. Oh, was it? Everybody, it's fantastic, and everybody's enjoying it. Mm. But come on, man. Yeah, don't it's, get carried away. It's November. Yes. It's November, yeah. right. Uh, it just could all go wrong. I, I'm amazed if anybody who lived through 2002... When Wolves were 11 points clear mm. with 10 games to go yes. uh, of Albion, and they blew it. Yes. They lost several games. Albion kept winning 1-0. They blew an 11-point gap with 10 games to go. Wowza. So anyone who lived through that should know, Get stop getting carried away. Mm. It's not It's not over. Wolves aren't promoted yet, let alone the best bloody team in the second tier has ever seen. Come on, that's ludicrous, right? Is it? Yeah, come on. Who's, who's better? Um... Uh, the Newcastle team that went up in 92, 93 okay. and then nearly won the Premier League yeah. they were Andy Cole David Kelly that was Kevin Keegan's decent, team decent they start, were the yeah. first team that I remember Keegan took them up through the leagues didn't he from yeah. two I think division two one I think they were towards the bottom of division one yeah. and then he got them up yeah. uh, that's the first team I remember I was seven years old they mm. were brilliant mm. uh, the Sunderland team that went up under Peter Reid that was very good Phillips Quinn I think they got 100 points so what you're, saying is, what you're saying is kind of ridiculous, yeah? Well, yeah, because Wolves have only won 41 points. They've got to, they've got to win the league, first and foremost, yeah. which is November, and mm. then they've got to win the league in style and get 100 points. Mm. So if that happens, then we can have that discussion. But to be calling Wolves out already, I'm yeah. just irresponsible. Uh, Wolf Gravy um, asks... Um, oh, the meme king. The Wolf, yeah, he's, he's a great meme king. Oh. I think he was on fire uh, pre-season as well. And actually, that brings me on to his question, which says, is there a pre-season tour... Planned for Asia next year or still not decided? Question mark. Uh, normally comes out March, April kind of time, but yeah, I think they had a look. They had a look at it last year, but then when they were it's too late in the day, wasn't it? I think uh, with, with managers and stuff. They had, no, they had time to do it, but because they were at that time, they were facing relegation to League One. Yes. They didn't think it was the best idea to go and launch themselves in China mm. if they were possibly going to be in League One. Mm. So that was canned. So yeah, I would predict that they were going go. to going to uh, Asia. Excellent news. Actually, someone came up to me the other day, a very well-spoken gentleman, when I was doing Vox Pops, and said, um, he, he pulled, pulled my shoulder and turned me around and said, uh, said, oh, 
I just want to say the video that you did in Austria, you two, um, with that person cutting the grass with the scissors, loved it. Loved okay. it. I was like, very random thing to say. But uh, yeah, we did have some some crazy, crazy calamitous days in that trip. And I'm kind of nervous that if we do go to pre-season again, that it's not going to be the same. It won't live up to it, no. That, the, 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 you could not write that script. My diary was full. A cup runneth over every single day. We're going to have to, we're going to, have to try and find some it's new yeah. things. What? A cup runneth over? Yes, yes. Feel like that? No, you're just surprised to hear it come out of your mouth. Oh, wow, unbelievable. No, normally making silly noises. Oh, goodness me. Right. I, um, so some chap came up to me before Reading away. Mm. Uh, I neglected to get his name, actually. I was in a bit of a rush. It was raining as well at the time. But anyway, he loved the podcast, loves it. Uh, he was with his daughter, and he said, um, oh, you're too. she's too young to listen because it's too rude. <laughs> too many swear words, I think he said. Anyway, good, good look if you watched our video last night, by the way. <laughs> he was very complimentary, so mystery stranger, I thank you. Excellent news. David Sutton says, in light of David Edwards' book, Living the Dream... Sutton United. Um, Suttmeister, Sutty. Um, in light of David Edwards' book, Living the Dream, if you and Nathan each wrote a book, what would you call it? Yeah, Dave Oda's got a book out. Yeah, do you want to, do you want to plug it? You're, um, you're, you're a big mate? Yeah, my, uh, Paul Paul Berry from the Wolves Press Office has, ah, written, has, has written it with him. I think it's out in a couple of weeks. Mm. Stocking filler? It's, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't read it, but it's uh, it's mostly following the Euros. Obviously, uh, behind the scenes at the Euros when Wales got to semis. But it also, it does go into his Wolves backstory and his Shrewsbury backstory as well. Uh, so, yeah, I'm sure it'd be a great read. You know, Dave's such an eloquent guy. Uh, bumped into him after the game on Saturday, actually. He just he couldn't be couldn't be a nicer bloke. No, he's top top man, isn't he? You know, he, he went out of his way to come over and speak to me, and then gave me an interview and asked him about wolves and stuff. And mm. obviously, he was very complimentary. And Bob Varson as well went out of his way to come over. So, like, mm. just, he's still on our podcast every week. Yeah, just nice guys. Glad to see him. Um, oh, I say doing well, but Reading are struggling, aren't they? But mm. Mm. yeah, I hope Reading get better for their sakes this season. Yeah, good stuff. So anyway, book. What would you call it? I tell you what, silence is great on the airwaves. Great. I think two people have just, have just turned off and well, tried to refresh. You asked me to name more autobiography, man. What did you say? Uh, filth and other words. <laughs> filth and other words. Goodness me, brilliant. And you? Oh, um, working with scraps. <laughs> if I'm alongside you. Oh dear. Yeah, right. We, yeah, we, 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 we get the joke. <laughs> Daniel Hunt, what's your yeah, view? You have to explain your joke, it's not working. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Daniel Hunt, what's your view on the under 23 players being signed and slash having it contracts extended? Is there a route to the first team or is it just so we can sell them on? A lot of young foreign players have joined in recent windows as well as decent academy prospects coming through. Taking full use of the new uh, character limit there is our Daniel. <laughs> Danny boy. Danny no, boy. He's, he's nailed it in the question there, tying down to longer term deals to sell them on. Is what they tend to do. As some guys that have gone to Telford, for example, that signed new contracts last summer, you know, they're not going to make it at Wolves, especially mm. especially not now, unfortunately. So yeah, they've got an awful lot of under twenty three players on the books. Proper juggling act to bring it all together and send certain players out loan and sort out all the contracts and get them moved to different clubs and sort out their development and maybe maybe they'll come to Wolves' first team. I mean, it's an absolute you know minefield, mm. but they have got a very good under twenty three team at the moment, mostly thanks to the foreign players they brought in in the last. In the last kind of year or so. So, yeah, there are a number of excellent prospects in there. Pedro Goncalves mentioned a couple of times. Sherwin Seidorf looks very good as well. <laughs> and obviously, Connor Ronan uh, in and around that as well. Morgan Gibbs White, they'll be the ones that possibly come through. But yeah, no, they're constantly looking at how to make money out of these guys as well. Rick Harder's in. Ricky Boy. 
Okay. Simon says. Simon says, do you think Wolves can be the new Manchester City from top to bottom? Oh, Simon. Oh, Simon, don't get carried away. Oh, man. Simon. Come on, you're better than that. Uh, what does he mean? Just. I think he just means superpowers. Superpowers. That's what Foson want to do. I mean, that's what they want to do. Can they do it? Can they pull it off? That's what they want. With George Mendes on their side, there aren't many things that they won't be able to do. Yes. <laughs> If George Mendes takes a huge interest in Wolves when they're in the Premier League, mm-hmm. then yeah, it's um, there are some. It opens up a lot of doors. Put it that way. Mikey Burrows, MB, MB, big MB says, "Will you need me to stir your tea again tomorrow?" What's this? Oh, uh, he is. Uh, stu- you all prima donna here? No, you? he stirred my tea for me last week for absolutely no reason. Um, I think he put the sugar in as well. Incredible scene. But I'm not there tomorrow. I'm not, I'm not going to press conference. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, young Joe Edwards is going to the press conference tomorrow. Yeah, I've got I think. to cut down. Although tomorrow. I told him that this afternoon, he didn't, knew nothing about it. Oh, right. Okay. So, um, but uh, good luck Communica- with that. Uh, communication is very important in our industry. Yes, absolutely. Um, good luck asking Nuno a question yeah. tomorrow. No, yeah, yeah. Joe Edwards, who covers Telford normally, will be going to the press conference tomorrow. Thank you very much for your questions, peeps. Uh, right. Uh, that's done. That's done. That's done. Let's have a look. What should we go to? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Tim. Fancy, fancy an iPad Mini. Fancy an iPad Mini. I'm doing it for a week. Yes. Fancy an iPad Mini. I'd, I'd like one. Okay, right. You need to retweet us this week. Retweet us to be in with a chance. And the best thing is, if you don't win this week, you still get a prize. You still get a prize. You get something from the Nathan Judah mystery box. And I'm cleaning out my house at the moment. I've got a lot of presents, past presents that I haven't what had you, for years. What are you, Noel Edmonds? Huh? <laughs> and I'm thinking, what do I do with all these things? So I'm going to take, a, take them to a car boot sale, I think, at some point, just to get rid of them, because a lot of, a lot of mess in house. But there's some great items that I'm thinking, well, why do we give them away for the potty? So if you don't win the iPad, you get, you get a special prize. It's a win-win. Everybody's a winner. Are you trying to be the new Santa or the new Jesus? Bit of both. Bit of both, Tim. So, if you don't win this week, but you get selected and you don't win the iPad, you're going to get a Nathan Judah special. He's <laughs> just taking a swig of his orange and it could be coming out. An NJ special. <laughs> oh, dear. Completely gone. He's got a disgraceful scenes. Right, Tim. Three games. Yeah. Three. Oh god, that was a struggle. <laughs> I swallowed it all. Don't worry. Oh goodness, we need to move on. Um. <laughs> oh my god. Oh dear. Why do people listen to us? Unbelievable. How can you Woo. pay this guy hundred grand a year Woo. for this? Right, okay, um, give me a first goal scorer. Three first goal scorers. Oh. If you get picked, you get retweeted, you get picked, you've got a chance to <laughs> win on, an g- iPad. G- g- give me and the listeners a, fla- a, a, a flavour of some of the of some of the items <laughs> that you're gonna be donating. There's um there's 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 a brand new John Lewis egg holder. Could be up there for grabs. Um, <laughs> it's like you're the bloody good, the good shepherd church there's some, there's or something, some, g- g- giving out, giving out, giving out <laughs> stuff to the homeless. They said, we'll take it. Well, I'll bring them in. They'll bring the reception. To the less fortunate. They'll bring the reception. Oh, They're going to have to call the reception to come and get the prize. We'll come to, I'll go and do a picture. <laughs> oh, every week God. we'll do this. So every week we'll go do on, this. Come on, what you got then? What, what have you found? Um, there's Herm, there's a, some Hermes moisturiser. Ah, uh, ah, there's, some, there's, some there's some decent football socks. There's some quotation books, some joke books. There's plenty. So every week from now on, you're going to get one from the end Judah mystery box. Oh dear. Um, so yeah, so it's worth your it's worth your time to to enter our competition. All you need to do is retweet us. Right, three goal scorers, Tim, to win the iPad. Yeah. First goal scorer, Wolves against Bolton Wanderers. Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh, we got Bonatini. Bonatini. 
is the first man you will need to score. Manchester United are at home to Brighton and Hove Albion. Yes, Lukaku. Romelu Lukaku. And the last one is Spurs against Harry West Kane. Bromwich Albion. Harry Kane. So I think I think worth happening. Kane, Lukaku, and Bonatini all to score the first, and you will have a brand new iPad. Make sure you retweet this podcast. Right, Tim. Yeah. It's abuse of the week. Ah. Of the week. Abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. <laughs> that was a week. That was a week. <laughs> I went through about two different octaves there, right? Okay, now I know we've got abuse this week. I know we have. I know we haven't had a lot of it in recent weeks, but there is definitely some this week. Who wants to start? Tim Spears or Nathan Judah? Uh, uh, someone called me a nonce last night, but I couldn't find it. So I can't shout them out. Okay. Uh, I haven't really got much. I've got some criticism, which I'll go into in a minute, but All not right. really abuse. What What have you got? Uh, let's have a look. I've got a couple of abuses, um, both both for you. Um, not talking about me, we're talking about you. Um, okay, the first one is... One second. Oh, okay, here we go. This is the, you, you, Your skin's got thick, hasn't it, over, the, over over this season? You're fine, yeah? You're looking at me. You're looking at me pensive. It's been okay so far. Okay. Um, this one from Anne. It's a lady. It's a lady abuse. And it's ladies' night. Ladies' night. Oh, what a night, says Anne Brittany. Anne Brittany. Now, Tim was away this week, um, or one of the days this week. I did, um, I did a video with Mr. Matt Mayer. Matt Mayer, who also covers Aston Villa yeah. in his spare time. Hi, Nathan, she, she tweets. Please do all these video presentations with Matt. Much more professional than with Spears. Matt does not have the irritating habit of touching his glasses or his beard or his ears every few seconds. He needs to learn basic skills. Right. Uh, that's fine. Uh, it doesn't hurt me because she's talking out of her backside. Oh. So. <laughs> Matt may have found apparently that. It's the truthful abuse that I don't like, but that is, that's just nonsense. It's just not absolute, absolute nonsense, Anne. The Who second the one. the hell does she think Well, she exactly. Is? Get her on here. I'll tell you what, Anne. Um, enter our competition, and um, if you come and win your prize, well, I'll get Mr. Spurs to present it to you. Over your head. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mark Green at Wolves A. Greeny. Yeah, and just calls you M. Tim Dim Dyers. Have you heard that before? Dim Dyers? Uh, get, n- no. That's Dim Dyers strikes again. Right. Absolute ducking inept pleb, eh? he? Oh, yeah. Yes, apparently so. What was that from? Um, Sason Bolly, I can't see the, the tweet, something about Sason Bolly ripping it up or something. Remember no, that? that wasn't me. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, that's what it says. Right. Mark Green. Simon says Yao likes it. Yeah, Simon says Yao likes a lot of things. I saw him do it. Oh my god. Tell me about Yao last night, that was quite funny. Uh, just put a little picture. Yao loves it. Put a little picture up of my laptop and a screen of the ashes saying struggling to know my player ratings. I should have known straight away. Yao re- replies with uh, an X rated picture in place of what was on my TV screen. Yes. Uh, What's going on in the can't, picture? I, can't dis- I was just going to try and describe it, but I can't. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way you can do it now. There's no way you can do it. Any more abuse or give me some criticism, baby? Oh, so this guy uh, in the Reading match report mm. was um, wasn't too happy with the amount of times I was tweeting during the game. What? So I just thought I kind of I know kind of explain that. Uh, Black Country Wanderer. Uh, I was watching the game yesterday, the Reading game, and following Tim's live report, and then I sometimes wonder if we watch the same game between. 10 past 4 and 25 past 4, I think there were three corners, two wolf shots and a Reading attack, plus a booking, none of which Tim thought worthy of a mention. In fact, for these 10 minutes, he wrote nothing at all, LOL. 
And the other five tweets were pictures of the crowd and inane comments that had nothing to do with the game. I know Tim is Tim. And <laughs> I know Tim is Tim. And expect a little more, but come on, if you're doing a live report, at least write about the game occasionally. Wow. Uh, so not really, wow. Abu- not really abuse. Constructive but, criticism. Yeah, but also bizarre criticism. Very uh, bizarre. You know, just to just to point out, it's pretty busy, particularly in the second half. You know, last mm-hmm. last night's match report was 1,200 words, mm-hmm. and it was out three minutes after the final whistle. So yeah. you've got to write that during the game. And tweet as well. I mean, I don't miss anything big. No, no, no big chances or goals. Obviously, no. go, go missed. No. So it is. It is. You know, that's pretty unfair. Black Country Wanderer. I apologise for not being prolific enough with tweet. First off, fine. I'd, I'd love to see some people try and do try and do that. I know, I know, I know. Uh, first off, fine. Just sit and tweet normally. But yeah, yeah second off, just crazy. Yeah, it gets a bit cray cray. Is that it? Yeah, I mean, you know, if, uh, I guess I guess people just don't think about, it, do they? But You've, you've got to try and watch as much as the match as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to tweet as yes. much as you can. And you've got to write 1,200 words in a limited time frame. Mm-hmm. So you can see why, you know, I don't watch... No replays either. No replays, unless unless we're a really nice ground. Yeah. So it is It is. difficult. I do struggle with player ratings sometimes, particularly, mm-hmm. particularly for subs. Mm-hmm. I haven't really seen much of what Jack Price did last night. <laughs> but uh, anyway, there you go. So I should try and tweet more just for you. You idiot. <laughs> you, you idiot. Brilliant. Excellent news. That's Tim being Tim right there. Right, Tim. Burlton Wanderers. Yeah. Burlton coming to town, coming to Molyneux. Wolves looking for their fifth... Bernard Kay from Burlton. Fifth, uh, fifth win in a row. Um, and, uh, I mean, without getting complacent, they should get it. 23rd in the table. Um, 13 points from 18 games. They've only won two games all season. Tell me why Wolves won't win. So I forgot to listen. Yeah. So, so Tommy did. Don't be any later than that. Tommy didn't listen. No, but somebody somebody tweeted this week, so that's their favourite part of the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's why I thought I'd just better put. I forget who it is now. Me's gone though, honey. Tommy's the, yeah. no listeners in the Island no. Islands this week. No, Tommy's gone. No, Tommy has gone. But he won't stop me playing that. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Bolton. I think they've gone. They've gone unbeaten for six or seven matches. Actually, a bit of a revival. They've drawn a few. But yeah, I mean, come on. On paper, on paper, you can't see anything other than a hefty, hefty Wolves win. Mm. Um, there are caveats. Go on. One of them's Adam Lafondra. Yes. One goal all season, but still. <laughs> and only, I think, one last year, and that was against Wolves mm-hmm. for Wigan. Uh, Carl Henry's the other captain. Carl Henry, Carl yeah. Henry. yeah. So I've got him down here. Nearly yeah. scored a 20-yard screamer the other day. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. They've, um, they've obviously found a, a formula to try and make themselves hard to beat. Mm. Phil Parkinson, I rate him quite highly as a manager. And they've got a, quite a decent squad. They've got Will Buckley, who's a decent player. Sammy Amiobi is quite dangerous. Gary so, Medine. Yeah, they've got players who can certainly do something on their day. Are they a match for Wolves? No, absolutely not. They'll they'll set up to try and frustrate them. Wolves may need a bit of patience, you know, third game in a week, so there may be some tired legs out there. Team selection will be interesting. But, um, yeah, like I said, they may need a bit of patience, mm. but on paper it's an easy home win, it has to be. Um, so so let's talk about the team. Let's talk about... I mean, we we discussed with three games in a week that there were going to be changes, and then we thought maybe there might be changes for Bolton and not... Not the win last night against Leeds. Um, who do you see coming in, if anyone? I know that Wolves go back to one game a week, like you mentioned in the in the, in the video last night. So, is that going to be something that um, you know is going to is going to make him just say, let's just bring, let's just roll the same people out? Yeah, well, they've got eight nine days until the next game after this because Blues away is on the Monday night. So that'll that'll certainly form part of his thinking. They're not having to plan for another game next Tuesday. 
I, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure, not sure if I see any changes. I, Costa? I, I did earlier in the week. I thought Bolton would be the one they'd pinpoint as the easiest game. Yes. You'd get through the first two and then maybe rest them for the third one. But if they're, if they're okay, there's no need to rest them because no. there's such a long gap between the next, between the next games. Mm. So uh, is Nuno the kind of manager that will see this as a very easy game and maybe rotate a bit? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think he'll play his best eleven. Um, and then he's got a fabulous bench to turn to if he needs it. He's scary. I don't see who he would rest. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jota maybe. Uh, he hasn't done it yet. I... I mean, obviously with the international, I mean, playing internationally as well, maybe he'd have him off the bench for half an hour if things aren't going, give Costa his first start. Costa's got to start at some point, doesn't he? Yeah, but he's got to earn, got to earn his place. Well, he's not. He's, I mean, cameo against Reading and no, but he hasn't earned it over the two that are in the team yet, has no. he? Because they're playing so well. Maybe Nuno's seen more of him now with the international break. Him doing, you know, doing good to be at Compton, and maybe he's ready. Maybe I've seen him. Maybe, maybe. And Joy for Sace will be another one, but Sace is playing so well. You yeah, know, I don't, don't think you can drop him. Yeah. And then the back three. I mean, Nuno's got a really good habit of bringing players in at the right time. We've seen it on a couple of occasions with Vinagra. We've seen it with Sace. Uh, we've seen it with Ryan Bennett, who's come in for four games and played very well. Mm. Not no really no reason to drop Danny Bart, but he did, and it's worked out. So when does Bart now come back in? I don't know. Yeah. Nuno, Nuno knows, and he's the one that sees him on the training ground every day. So no, I, I don't don't think they make any changes. I just can't, I just, honestly, unless I can't. they're knackered, I mean he'll know. See him on the yeah. training ground the next couple of days, but no. yeah, of course. And and just so, and you've got you like you say you've got Bolton, Birmingham, Sunderland. Your next three. I mean, yeah, just an amazing chance to, to really put some some space between them and third at least. That's the big thing for me, right? About why I feel confident about this Wolves team is because there's no challengers. Sheffield United, yes, they're still there. They lost Coots for the season, which is a huge blow. But if Middlesbrough were second, if, yeah. if Villa were third, if Sheffield Wednesday were fourth, you'd be. I think there'd be more. More, uh, people would be a bit more grounded, a bit more sensible. But because it's Sheffield United, Cardiff, mm-hmm. Bristol City have been up there as well, yes. these teams aren't expected to sustain a challenge no. and get towards 90 points. Which and is Leeds what, which even. Is what, and you, look, you, you know, Wolves, Wolves are on their way to 100 points with, with the way that they're going now. Yeah. And yeah, Leeds as well. So uh, you don't... Really, 50 points by Christmas. I know. So you don't really see, you don't really see who's going to challenge Wolves at the moment. Mm. So in the next three games, if they really put their foot to the pedal, they could race clear. And I guess this is this is what Nuno wants to do. He wants to get that gap so that, that you know if there are some problems further on or later on into the season, they've got that cushion that they can afford to maybe slip up once or twice. Yeah, and you know we, we can look at the fact Bolton are unbeaten for a few games. We can look at the fact uh, Blues, a derby at home, Blues will be hugely motivated to beat Wolves. Sunderland might have a bit of a revival under, under Chris Coleman. Sheffield Wednesday away is a very tough game. That's your next four, but all all the hurdles that are put in front of Wolves at the moment, they're ju- they're jumping over them mm. really quite easily. Right, predictions then. Finish off with predictions. Um, uh, uh, and Judah underscore star says Wolverhampton Wanderers three, a Bolton Wanderers a zero. I was going to say that as well. We can say it. Uh, I'll say four nil then. Four nil. Yeah. Wow. Happy days. Looking forward to it, pal. I shall be with Tim. Uh, me and Tim at Molyneux on Saturday from Timothy from myself take care thanks for listening spread the word bye bye